It's time for New Wine, hosted by Father Timothy Foy and produced by Cassock Media. Father Foy is the sort of homilist you'd love to have in your parish. With a mixture of logic, reason, and humor, Father Foy knows how to get the Catholic Church's teachings across to the common man in a way everybody can enjoy. Now here's Father Foy. You know, it's interesting. There's a passage somewhere in Scripture that says, Remember what you have learned. Do what you have learned, and you will be blessed. And I kind of think that refers, in a sense, sort of like to remember where you came from. Uh, you know, and, and that growth to where you are now, kind of recognize that this is the work of God. Growing in the kingdom of God is miraculous. How did we get here? In the gospel, there's sort of a little mystery in this parable, because the church fathers, uh, they say that, well, the man who sows the seed is probably, we can think of it as our Lord. It mentions that he sleeps and he rises night and day. And that language of rising, we always think of Christ rising. And also, he's the same one who is putting in the sickle to reap the harvest. Seems like our Lord. Which makes it very interesting because he says that the seed would sprout and grow, he knows not how. And he's speaking about the sower, the one who's sowing and then reaping. <clears throat> if this is our Lord, how does he not know? And the church fathers would say, well, perhaps what he's speaking about is our free will, that God gives us, and saying, it's not that he's saying he doesn't know in the sense of, of he doesn't understand, but he's, he's allowing us to have the freedom of how we act. He, he gives us the good work to do, but then we cooperate, and with our own free will, we enter into that act, and he's not going to, to do all of it for us. But when it comes to us, we can certainly say that we do not know, we don't understand you know, entirely how it all works. It's grace. It's grace that we are in the kingdom of God, that we're hearing the gospel, that the seed is the word of God, it's the, it's the divine knowledge of God, and it, it is bearing fruit in us, and, and yet even it helps us, we're able to help spread the kingdom. We are able to grow up and, and be so united, even to the sower, that we can see ourselves as helping to spread the kingdom, and certainly it grows, we know not how. And I mention all that because in the, in the gospel, or excuse me, the first reading, you have David. And David basically, we kind of are seeing this transition. He's been a scrapper, this get-up-and-go kind of guy. He's just received, earlier this week, the covenant with God, that David will have a line, and, and God is so pleased with David, and David's so pleased with God. It's as if he forgot how he got there. He kind of forgot what made him in this position, where you know how it's God that got him there. And yes, he's overseeing the kingdom, but you know, you see how he says this the time when kings go out to do battle, but David kind of considers himself as special. You know, I'm going to kind of sit back in this nice palace that I have, and, and then he looks over his kingdom and he sees what beauty is in my kingdom, and it's, it's he kind of thinks of it as his kingdom, and he's going to spread his kingdom, he's going to sow his seed, he takes Bathsheba, he found her in a bath, you know, and he plucks her up. And certainly that's not what God wants. It's not at all what God wants. And we could ask ourselves, it's interesting, Uriah, Uriah the Hittite, who David really should be admiring. Here's a man, actually David's own He's a scrapper. He's somebody who identifies with his men so closely, <clears throat> and yet David, while he starts off pleasant enough, tries to win Uriah over, you ask, well, why does David get so upset with Uriah? I mean, like, Uriah is just, he's like the spinning image of having David's spirit, actually, it's God's spirit. And yet, David gets so angry that he had him killed. I think it's because David is disobeyed by Uriah. 
He says, go home and be with your wife. It doesn't. He disobeys David. He obeys God. But David's talking himself in the wrong way. He's confusing himself with God. How did I get here? David seems not to know. It's just it's interesting, too, how Uriah won't go back and, and basically uh, be with his wife because he wants to spiritually be united to his company of men on the battlefield. And that's exactly... David seems to say, well, if you're not going to basically leave your company of men spiritually, I'm going to send you back out to that battlefield and have your company of men. And that's exactly what he does. And that's how he, he sort of twists the knife. You know, the whole thing about today's saint, maybe the biggest thing I think about St. John Bosco, he's, he's somebody who never forgot where he was a scrapper. He's somebody who he lost his dad at the age of two. At the age of nine, he kind of has a sense of his vocation. But from a very young age, he's out there winning the hearts of boys, trying to help them to understand the kingdom of God, to love it. You know, he goes on to start these orphanages and these trade schools, all these things. And one thing that is just uncanny about him is his ability to discipline his, his men, his young boys, without a harshness, without any kind of uh, anger. He would never hit them. He would, I'm not sure he even raise his voice to them. They would know he was disappointed. He was. But in doing so, he won their hearts. He won the hearts of so many. He's in a whole order of Salesians that are out there continuing the work of God. Because he remembers in humility where he came from. We ask God to help us do We might not only grow up in the kingdom of God. This has been New Wine with Father Timothy Foy. If you've enjoyed what Father had to say, please write a review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And remember to tune in tomorrow for the next episode of New Wine.